Hey, this is Pastor Stephen from The Vine in Chapel Hill. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. Our prayer is that regardless of where you are right now, the God of this universe would speak specifically to your heart through this message in Jesus' name. For more information about our church, mission, or to give online towards this ministry, go to thevinechurch.com. strikes, only speak faith. Goliath will not fall by your own power or strength, intelligence or influence. Goliath will not fall by your resources. Goliath will only fall by the power of God. Your skill and might will not bring him down, but the power of God will. This, this generational behemoth that has been plaguing your family for generations will be brought down by the power of God. Bring him down, cut off his head, and take territory. In 1 Samuel 17, 8-9, it says, Goliath stood and shouted taunts across, across the Israelites. Why are you all coming out to fight? He called. I am a Philistine champion, but you are only servants of all. Choose one man to come down here and fight me. If he kills me, we will be your slaves. But if I kill him, you will be our slaves. We got to notice what Goliath said in, in the word of his words in 1 Samuel 7, 9. He says, if he kills me, then we'll be your slaves. But if I kill him, you'll be our slaves. Goliath was sent to enslave his children of Israel. Goliath's mission was, was revealed in his own words. Goliath wants to amplify himself and make your problem bigger than what it really is. Goliath wants to, to prevail against you. That bill isn't too big. That problem isn't too large. That circumstance isn't, isn't uncontrollable. You can overcome and conquer all things through Christ. There is an answer. Let God lead you and guide your hands to conquer and crush this Goliath. Ask God for wisdom. And he'll faithfully give it to you. Goliath wants to kill you. For real. In John 10.10, 10, the thief says, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them rich and satisfying life. The enemy... The enemy wants to kill or destroy and steal your harvest and destroy your purpose. Goliath was not only sent to kill and destroy the armies of Israel, but he was also sent to enslave them for generations as well. Which uh, Goliath wants to enslave, whereas through addiction, poverty, depression, rejection, Goliath desires to keep your family bond for generations 
Whatever your problem you're facing, Goliath's goal is to keep you bound and impel your family to growth and progress. Your family is not slaves to addiction, not slaves to poverty, not slaves to rejection. We need to choose to follow God and have faith in God and cut off Goliath's head. What Goliaths are still alive and plaguing your family lineage? What Goliaths are intentionally keeping you alive? What Goliaths decide, have you decided not to kill? Close every door to, to open sin. What problems have you been tormenting and taunting your family for generations? Is it poverty? Maybe addiction? Choose, choose to kill Goliath and cut off his head at the source. You, you are the giant killer of your generation. Goliath has no power or authority to rule or into Lord any area of your life. Right now, the world is facing one of the biggest giants I think I've seen the world face right now. And that's the giant of fear. Um, I believe that fear is one of the biggest giants through everything. I've seen it through our youth. I've seen it through my life. Um, my wife's life. Um, I see me here at this church. Fear is a big giant that we all face. The giant of fear can get a foothold in your life and begin to dominate you. It can ultimately diminish God's glory in your life. It can chew away at your life, endure your, your sense of confidence, rob you of sleep, blind you, and steal your praises to God. Fear is relentless giant. It is one of the most, and it is one that must fall through the power of Jesus. The situation to, the solution to facing a giant of fear is not, not, um, boy, I just lost my place. <laughs> it's not determination, but the faith in Jesus. It isn't much saying fear go away. But confessing, I have the confidence in Jesus is bigger than this giant, and he has already defeated it. In Romans 10, 7, Paul stresses, or states, Faith comes by hearing, and by hearing by the word of God. When you see and hear God, and, and through his word, the word allows you to see and hear that he is bigger than your giant. That builds up in your faith, and your faith will in turn become the stone that shuts the giant that's already defeated. I've seen uh, so many giants throughout my life, and um, Sarah has too, and uh, they definitely have been slayed, and they the mountains have been moved for us, and uh, I promised myself I wasn't going to cry but this is probably where I'm going to cry at, is through these little testimonies. But um, <laughs> some of y'all have heard some of my testimonies. That's okay, because you're about to hear some again. But um, we had a niece that was pronounced dead at 12 weeks into pregnancy. And guess what? She is 14 now. That giant was slayed, and she is actually sitting here, sitting here right now. And... Um, so that giant was definitely, definitely, definitely slayed right there and then. Um, yeah, have faith. 
And um, I probably wasn't there, but Sarah's like, yeah, I want you to share that. I want you to share that. So I did share it. I shared it for Sarah. And um, through their faith and belief that the doctors are wrong and the prayers that went into it as, as Nana prayed for her and as my wife Sarah prayed for her, she came back to life. She was seriously dead at 12 weeks and she's sitting right here at 14 years old. Um, I broke my ankle uh, falling down <laughs> falling down my mother-in-law's stairs and it put me out of work, racked up an $8,000 medical bill. That mountain was moved almost immediately. As soon as I hand, got the bill handed to me, we started freaking out. We started praying about it. And that bill was comp paid completely off by a church in Nashville. Our son, Jackson. at 12 weeks. <sighs> it's pretty scary when they think that your child at 12 weeks is a newborn. He was, he had failure to thrive. And we didn't have, we didn't know if he was going to live or not. He wasn't getting weight. <laughs> but guess what? That devil was slick. That giant was slick. Because he is here, he's in the back room, and he's doing perfectly fine. And that was through prayer. I remember the countless nights that means they just sat there and prayed. And we had faith that he was going to be okay. And guess what? We're right. God's amazing. Some of y'all don't know, one of my biggest giants that I faced, and I didn't quite know it at the time, that it was going to be a giant. Because I was not even born yet. Um, but it came at 20 weeks. 28 weeks into my mom's praying to see with me. I was born. I was born in 28 weeks. I had wet lungs and a blood infection. I stayed in the NICU ICU for a month and then stayed in the hospital a month after that. But guess what? Through my mom's faith, I talked to her last night and she said she had amazing faith that I was going to pull through. Can you imagine? I can't imagine suffering a blood infection. Wet lungs. Was blue. When I was born. And I'm up here now preaching to you guys. That is just amazing. And um... I didn't want to contact my mom last night about it because I know that she wouldn't be able to talk to me because uh, all the crying. So we're big criers in our family. So, but yeah, so that, 
That was major. And uh, one of the testimonies that Stephen actually wanted me to share. And uh, that happened at the barbershop. Um, we had a big mountain. It was about to be a huge mountain. And um, my knee was bummed. I bummed it at, I think it was at work or something like that. And I bummed it. And it put me out to where I was walking. And I would just fall because my knee was just giving out and giving out. And at that time, I was coaching soccer. And at that time, also, my soccer team was also the way I was getting, um, I was doing my ministry through them. And I was also working. And it got my knee get worse and worse and worse as days go by. And I told Sarah, I said, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I'm going to tell these little kids, these 15 kids that I'm done coaching them. You know, I felt like I was going to probably have surgery because my knee was no longer there. And um, I was every time I go walk up our porch, I'd fall. It was crazy. Well, I was sitting there Sunday and um, just worshiping, and just got really like deep into prayer about my knee. And uh, Stephen stops a song in the middle of singing, and just goes into prayer. And he's like, "I feel like there's someone here with a knee problem, and it's about to be healed." Guys, that, that barbershop went from 100 degrees to about 250 degrees. And if you went to the barbershop, you know that it was probably 100 degrees in there to begin with, okay? But it, went, it shot up to about 250 degrees. And um, I was standing there, I was like, all right. And Stephen goes, get up and move your knee now if that was you. And I sit there, and I'm standing there, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Guys, that mountain was moved. Giant was slayed right there and then. Stephen felt it. And um, I definitely felt the heat from the Lord come down on me that day. I mean, I was sweating so bad. And the Sarah looked at me. She goes, you all right? I said, no, I'm not all right. I'm sweating bad. Like, it is hot in here. But, guys, we got to have faith. We have to have faith. Those are just some of my testimonies. I knew I was going to cry that part. Sorry. But um, I hope that through this message... You will have the courage to face your giant. Many of you, many of you here wondered how you're going to do it. David was a little old nobody, but David had faith in God. And what we need is to have faith in God and remember that we can do all things with him by our side. We got to be yoked with him. So next time you come face to face with your Goliath or stand next to the Mount Everest looking up, you gotta have faith. Your life on earth is short, but God is big. So focus on the matters of external significance while we are here. You live, one, you live on a planet with billions of people who never heard of Jesus. But as followers of Christ, you have hope. You have the truth. You have the life. You have Jesus. That's what matters. Letting Jesus be known. So step into the fight in the name of Jesus. And it's time to be mountain moving, giant slaying church. Yeah. Hey guys, I do believe this is a, not just a mountain moving church. This is also a giant slaying church. Amen. And um, as long as we have faith, and as I can see, we have faith here today. We're here. We're not watching online. We don't live in fear. We got to keep on moving forward. 
there is this fear of this stupid coronavirus junk. This 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 Goliath will be slayed here soon. I believe it. And um, I'm seeing big things happen with us here. And um, that's just a blessing to see. And uh, I'm seeing it through the youth, big time. It's been a blessing to serve them. And as you see, they're here today. And I, I didn't even expect any of them. But um, if you need prayer today, I think we need to get a couple people up. If you need a giant slate, we can't do it alone sometimes. Sometimes our giants are so big that we look up at them and we're like, oh man, I'm about to get crushed by this giant's foot. So we need an army to help us slay these giants. So I think it is appropriate that we do have prayer today to help slay some of these giants in your life. It don't matter what it is. It can be a, some crazy addiction, maybe depression. That's a big giant in itself. And that does need an army of, of warriors to take down that giant. And this army right here has that power. You guys have prayed for me, and I've seen those giants move. I've seen the mountains move. I, at one point, I was saying in my life and looking at Mount Everest, being like, I don't know how I'm going to climb this battle. But it happened. And that's with your guys' help. So I think we're going to have a warrant on this side. And um, let's, get, let's get Blake and Morgan on this side. Guys, these these are warriors right here. God just wanted me to out to them because I believe they're gonna help you slay their giants in your life. So love you guys and I hope this message did bless you. testimonies, your faith just rising. Because it reminds you that you're an overcomer. It reminds you of who God is. And what he can do. And so just this morning as we've got some prayer warriors up here, if there's just a mountain in your life that you want to see move, then just join in here. The word says if two agree on it, it will move. So if you're one and there's another one up here, 